The Public Service Commission's Anele Koyia says corruption has become endemic across three spheres of government. Releasing the Public Service Commission's quarterly pulse of the Public Service Bulletin in Pretoria on Tuesday, Anele says that uh, focused on government matters that in, uh, include unlawful instructions and ethical dilemmas in the public service. We welcome him to the program this morning. Good morning and welcome. Good morning, Ziad, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you for joining us. Perhaps you could begin by giving us the context to this public service bulletin that was released. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Um, you would uh, understand that uh, on a quarterly basis, we release this bulletin uh, looking at the uh, statistics uh, in terms of the activities in the public service. Uh, our responsibility as a public service commission is to uh, ensure that we we monitor the work of the public servants. So we then uh, publish all our uh, investigations and findings uh, to the public. So that's basically the context uh, in which we, 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 we have published uh, our Cotalinos bulletin called the Pulse. Now, yes. the, the areas that we, we were focusing on, uh, on this particular uh, bulletin is the uh, challenges of unlawful instructions in the public service. Uh, that uh, uh, lead in many instances to uh, acts of corruption and malfeasance. So we 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 have made our observations, and we 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 have uh, then uh, issued that report. Yes. What does unlawful instructions mean? An unlawful instruction is. Uh, when either an executive authority, which would be your minister or your MEC at the level of the provinces, would then give an instruction to either the accounting officer in a department or uh, any senior manager to do something that uh, is contrary to the provisions of the legislation and the regulations. It also happens when a senior manager in the form of either a director general uh, or an HOT giving an instruction to the juniors in the department to do the same. So that becomes an unlawful instruction. Mm. Yes. And then we find that people will say that, no, I didn't know the law or I wasn't uh, fully privy to the law. Is that a valid defense? No. Um, there's no justification of ignorance in law. Um, public servants are expected to understand the policies and prescripts of the public service. They are supposed to know what are the procedures of uh, uh, implementing uh, some of the decisions and ensuring that they render services to, to, to the people. So the, the excuse that I did not know uh, doesn't hold water. Hence, we are raising it in the Pulse Bulletin to say, 
people need to ensure that they stick to the prescripts. And if there's anything that they would do that is outside the prescripts, they must get uh, approval. They must consult uh, either the uh, national treasury or provincial treasury at the level of the provinces to ensure that there is concurrence. And also they should also speak to the Office of the Auditor General to say these are the challenges. Uh, uh, we want to divert from the legal prescripts because of these particular emergencies. Of course, there is uh, what we call emergency procurement at the level of procurement, where, for example, in a situation where there are floods, you can't wait to issue a tender to assist people who have been affected by the floods. So you have those suppliers that you have in your database that you can just talk to and uh, request them to assist, and then you pay them later. And uh, But there should be valid reasons why you would have done that. Mm. Yes. In terms of the Zondo Commission, what kind of significance has the Zondo Commission report assisted in bringing corruption cases to light? Look, the... The Zondo Commission of Inquiry has uh, unearthed the rot that we have in the public service. And uh, it was very important for a uh, government uh, to, 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 to appoint a Commission of Inquiry into, into those allegations of, the, of state capture. Because it went even further than the just highlighting uh, those challenges of the Kuptas and so on and so forth. They went deeper and they unearthed uh, serious acts or, or serious violations of uh, the, the regulations and prescripts. And also went further to make clear recommendations in terms of how those acts can be uh, uh, um, uh, prevented moving forward. Yes. Uh, what are the statistics looking like from the PSC regarding corruption complaint calls? Um, look, uh, I can't give you now off the cuff uh, in terms of the actual figures, but uh, what we have realized is that there's uh, fluctuating uh, numbers in terms of the reports uh, to, to the National Anti-Corruption Hotline. But what we have realized is that most of the calls that are made and the reports that are made um, are more of um, uh, what we would call uh, improperly referred cases, where you would find out that many of the people report a matter to the Public Service Commission that they have already reported either to the bargaining council or to the Office of the Public Protector or any other institution. So we can't do work or we can't do an investigation when there's already another uh, uh, institution investigating. But for those that have been properly referred, uh, for those matters that have been properly referred, uh, we have realized that in, 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 in many instances, there are acts of corruption down the supply chain line 
and our focus mostly, in fact, the focus of the public mostly, would be at the level of your executive authorities and the accounting officers. But we don't see some of the things that are happening in the in that line of uh, supply chain management. So there are those junior officials who live beyond their uh, their means. Uh, so that's why there is also a call from ourselves for for lifestyle audits. That government uh, has agreed to say there should be an institution of those lifestyle audits. But now the process at this stage is at the level of the training of officials uh, to be able to conduct those lifestyle audits. Yes, certainly. Thank you for the update. Thank you for sharing the insight with us. We appreciate your time. Thank you very much. You have a good day. Go well. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Bye.